0: Despite having seen 5 out of 9 of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies, I feel as if I'm not as big of a fan as I could slash should be. What I mean is that whenever I find a director that consistently delivers the goods, I'll stick to them like white on rice. It's not only thanks to rewatching their movies over and over again, but also because I'll go out of my way to learn as much as I can about them, and in general, the more I can learn about them and their movies, the more enjoyment I can get. I bring this up because the only PTA movie that I've watched over and over again is Boogie Nights. I've seen There Will Be Blood a handful of times and I love it, but it's not the same as with Boogie Nights. I realize that a child watching a movie such as Boogie Nights is inappropriate, but what can I say? I was lucky enough to have premium cable at home from a young age, and I was pretty close to being a latchkey kid. It's possible that being exposed to movies such as Boogie Nights may have harmed me in one way or another, but on the other hand, I was exposed to great movies from a very young age. I realized that discussing this may seem unrelated to Licorice Pizza, but it's not. I went into Licorice Pizza as if it were any other movie. I'm not unfamiliar with PTA's work, but I went into this movie with a clean slate. I had a vague idea of what it'd be about and how others reacted to it, but I went in thinking that I'd judge it for myself. It's easy to understand why some movies may end up offending certain audience members, but at the same time, I don't fully agree with that. When it comes to art, Sometimes you'll encounter works that offend you in one way or another. In some situations, that's acceptable, but not all the time. The fact that some people were bothered by licorice pizza featuring a budding relationship between a teenager and a woman in her twenties was something I had in mind, but I also went into the movie wondering how this situation would be explored. Would it be done in a grossly inappropriate manner? Would it all depend on what happened during the movie? Or would it depend on outside factors that should be considered? I understand that age gaps in relationships were a more common occurrence decades ago and to some extent that still occurs but it really depends on a lot i'm not trying to say that i'm okay with an adult woman going out with a teenager but i'm also aware of the fact that this movie takes place in the 1970s it's normal for customs to change over time and what's acceptable today may be unacceptable decades from now if anything I'd say that the problem with being offended over the age gap between Gary and Alana has more to do with some people viewing this movie with a 2022 mindset rather than for what it is, a movie that takes place in the 1970s with then-societal norms in mind. Ultimately, how you interpret this movie depends on whether or not you can put your personal beliefs aside for its duration. What's important to note is that there's a difference between acknowledging societal norms of a long-distant period of time versus possibly crossing the line. Whether or not a line is or isn't crossed in the movie depends on you and your beliefs, but with how licorice pizza turned out, I'd say that PTA managed to bring up a touchy subject without crossing the line. There were some situations in which the line may have been crossed, but once again, that depends on you and your beliefs. This was seen in situations such as when Gary was pestering Alana to show him her breasts, and when Alana spoke to a mutual friend of hers and Gary, who implied that she had previously given Gary a hand job. Simply bringing this up is enough to offend some viewers but I feel that it would have been worse had either of these scenes been shown in an explicit manner. I realize that dedicating a great deal of time to this may seem counterproductive, but it's because Licorice Pizza does a lot with this. If anything, I was satisfied that this part of the movie was explored in the way that it was because I felt that earlier parts weren't as well developed as I would have liked. What I mean is that right from the start it's as if Alana and Gary are old friends. It could simply be due to the fact that Gary is charismatic, so he knows how to get what he wants from people. But it felt a bit off how quickly things moved for them. It's possible that I'm just not familiar with how things worked back in the 70s, but it seemed way too easy for Gary, a 15-year-old, to convince Alana, a 25-year-old he had never met before, to go on a date with him. You'd think that the natural chemistry between both actors and the easygoing dialogue would help with this, but it didn't. With how these early scenes played out, it's as if Gary and Alana were two old friends reconnecting with one another after years apart, instead of it being what it is, two strangers getting to know each other. The fact that there was a natural chemistry between both actors and that the movie features easygoing dialogue is something that helped develop its story as it played out, but not in the beginning. Even after the movie was past the early introduction at the school, I still felt as if there were a missing backstory. The fledgling friendship between Alana and Gary felt really fast, and at times it felt disjointed. I realized that a movie doesn't have to feature every single interaction between characters to get you to understand their actions and motives, but I felt this part could have used a bit more development. As a result of how the early moments of the movie played out, I found myself asking a lot of questions. This is normal, seeing as how this is a sign that Licorice Pizza was able to get me interested in the story it had to tell, and I'm glad it was eventually able to answer them for me. For the most part, the big question that kept coming to mind was why was Alana so accepting of a friendship with a 15 year old? Going back to what I previously discussed, it's possible for a decent age gap to exist between friends and even romantic partners, but it greatly depends on the age difference between both people. Due to their respective ages, even more questions come to mind because there's a great difference between a 15 year old teenager and a 25 year old woman. The way licorice pizza plays out, it's clear that there really isn't that big of a difference between them, at least personality wise, so I'd say that's why the movie turns out as interesting as it does. It's normal for conflicts to arise in just about any kind of relationship, but what I liked was how the frequent issues that pop up between Gary and Alana made it clear that something was developing between the two of them. From an outsider's perspective, I'd say that it was more due to Alana questioning what was between her and Gary, but also feeling insecure with her place in life which is seen later on in the movie. Even if something was constantly happening in Licorice Pizza, especially since Gary's a schemer, towards the middle of the movie I wanted more to happen. I liked how the movie was able to turn around as a result of including real-world events. What was great about that was being able to see how these real-world events were affecting the story and the friendship between Gary and Alana. It was clear that the conversation about the oil embargo was done as a sort of test to see the difference between Gary and Alana. Gary really didn't care about what was happening, but Alana knew what kind of effects the oil embargo would have on their waterbed business. This interaction came off as a worrywart wife nagging her more carefree husband, but it's clear that Alana had a point. From this point on, Licorice Pizza picked up the pace and I liked that. If anything, I'd say that the overall intensity of the movie picked up, and that was largely thanks to Bradley Cooper. There were tense situations before this situation started to play out, but Bradley Cooper took this to the next level. It's not only because Bradley Cooper towered over Gary and his friends. But also because he played an unhinged character that felt comfortable trending to beat up a teenager. You could dissect the scenes that played out from that point on, but two in particular really stood out to me. The first one was when the truck ran out of gas and Alana had to drive it in reverse while quickly heading down a hill. It was a great kind of edge of my seat moment, and I liked how it helped change things. It also showed that Alana was capable of accomplishing noteworthy things. Maybe they weren't conventional accomplishments, but she was able to prove something to herself. From there, It was clear that the gas can scene that played out was another example of the age and maturity difference between Gary, Alana, and his friends. While Alana is worn out sitting on the sidewalk, reflecting on what just happened, Gary and his friends are happily jumping up and down celebrating what just happened, and also managing to ignore how serious the situation was. You could say that this got to Alana because from this point on she tries to find work that's more appropriate for someone her age. By wanting to volunteer for a political campaign... Alana wants to prove to herself and to others that she's capable of doing more than scheming with a couple of teenagers. Even if she wants to prove that to herself, what ends up occurring shows that even if the desire for change is there, you don't always get what you want. The point isn't to say that Alana is incapable of doing more in her life, but with how things play out, it's clear that trying to get ahead in life requires more than the will to do so. Even before Alana was starting to volunteer for the political campaign, it was clear that she was in over her head when she was out with Sean Penn's character. Rather than being on equal footing with his character and his director friend, it came off as if she were just a plaything to them that could be easily discarded at the drop of a hat. That's the difference between how Sean Penn's character acts after Alana falls during the motorcycle stunt, and how Gary acts. One is absent-minded over another person's well-being while the other is dashing over to make sure she's okay. It's during moments such as that one that it's clear that even if there's an age gap between Gary and Alana, the feelings between them are genuine. Going back to Alana's failure with the political campaign, this is seen mainly by how she ends up being used. It's clear that she's attracted to Joel Wax, and she wants to do something about that. But Joel has something else in mind. He ends up wanting to use her to hide the fact that he's gay, something which would ruin his political aspirations. It's obvious that this disappoints Alana, and it's clear that she's unable to successfully interact with people her age and older as she does with Gary and his friends. It's not only because Gary and his friends are at a different point in their life where responsibilities and success are measured by whichever get-rich-quick schemes they come up with, but also because Alana's flaws aren't as emphasized as when she's with them. When she's with Gary and his friends, it's as if the only thing that matters is the present. They don't worry about what's to come in the future, as seen by Gary's thoughts towards the oil embargo, and the same mentality spills over into their thoughts of Alana as a person. They don't care that she's a 25 year old hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. What matters to them is that they're able to get along with her, and that's what's important to them. While that's true, there's a point where Gary wants to start up a pinball business. Gary starting up another get-rich-quick scheme isn't anything new, but what's interesting is how the movie shows us Gary's reality by what it decides to focus on. Early on in the movie, Gary was auditioning for a clothing commercial. He had the lines and the authenticity down, but when it came to pulling off the clothes he was advertising, He struggled by awkwardly fumbling to put them on and off. This stood out to me because a three-piece suit is usually something that's worn by an adult for business purposes. Anyone can wear a three-piece suit, but you don't really tend to see teenagers wearing them, even if for the purpose of a commercial. What's great is how Licorice Pizza goes back to this moment later on in the movie. When Gary's trying to set up his pinball business... He's trying on a flashy white suit that looks more appropriate on a used car salesman than on someone wanting to be taken seriously for the business acumen. What I liked was how this scene made an emphasis on the shoes Gary was wearing while trying on this suit, a dirty pair of Converse. There was a strong contrast between the suit and the shoes, and I took that to mean that you can't escape from your reality, no matter how hard you try. In that moment, Gary came off like a kid awkwardly putting on his dad's tie and blazer in an attempt to look grown up. The desire to appear as more than what he is was there, but he still couldn't completely undo his teenage image. What's great about this is that while there are some benefits to appearing to be something that you're not, happiness comes from embracing what you are and not what others would have you be. Licorice Pizza makes it clear what it thinks about Gary and Alana's age gap. The fact that they end up together and are able to face the true nature of their feelings for each other says more than enough to clarify things. I'm sure that still leaves some uncomfortable but I think the movie did a good job exploring the theme it wanted to explore and telling the story it wanted to tell. Do I think this is a classic that I'll be re-watching on a regular basis? No. What I do think is that this was a good movie that left me entertained. Seeing as how I can't say the same for every movie that I watch, Licorice Pizza managed to work in more ways than one. If you enjoyed this content, please feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thank you very much for listening.